LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LIW, The Walking Dead review, episode 129. For The Walking Dead 903, warning signs. I'm Phoenix West. Let's just get into it. Uh, I, I mentioned in the last episode that I liked the episode a lot. I dare say I loved it. As far as I can love a Walking Dead episode, it, it's my kind of Walking Dead episode. I fucking appreciate it. This one starts to veer a little bit away from that, but it, I, I appreciated it. it. Not in a bad way. I don't want to. I don't want to jinx my luck or anything like that. It's it's uh, what I was looking for. It's the inner turmoil of the world they have to live in, and I wish they would hold on this shit longer before they start introducing outside forces coming to invade their way of life, which is just fucking rip. Repetitive as hell now. Stop. Just give it a season without a fucking bad guy. Can we give it some some air? I hope the I hope the whisperers show up at the last couple episodes. And the most of the episodes are going to be about like how these factions are working together. Wars between the different cities, like different places, the outposts, whatever the fuck they're called. I'm fine with that. I, I, I'm totally fine with that. I haven't seen any more episodes after this. I, I watched 902, 903 today. So this is a, as far as this is up to date as I am. I'm I'm only going to do like two at a time at the most, and uh, I'm leaving it here. So, starts off with Justin, the the savior guy that was kicked out by Rick. He uh, was killed at the end of the last episode, and this one he's getting attacked by zombies. They they stop eating him, and then he turns into a zombie and gets up right away. And some people turn right away. Some people it takes days and days and days. I I don't get it. Whatever. Rick is walking outside. He, he wakes up in the morning. He kisses Michonne goodbye. And he goes outside, looks at the garden, and they're all well, fucking green. And there's one bright-ass red tomato, and he pulls it off the vine. And he walks over to Carl's grave, and he leaves the goddamn only good tomato out the grave. And I'm like, you son of a bitch. I get, I get what you're doing. Drop it there and then go, no, seriously, I need that tomato, though. We're starving, and it's the only good tomato. And this is selfish, leaving it here for a person who can't fucking eat because he's fucking dead. What are you doing? I get it, though. I get it. It's a, it's, it's symbolic. But if I'm walking along in the graveyard in that world and I see a great tomato, I'm going, yeah, I'm eating that son of a bitch. I'm sorry. It's just going to rot there. What are we doing? It's going to rot like your child did. No. I'm sorry, Rick. I'm sorry. I, I, no. I have to put my foot down on this. I, I was with you when we killed all those people. I was with you then. The tomatoes where I draw the fucking line. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No. That's, that's nonsense. It is nonsense, and you know it. You know it. I'm not stealing it from Carl. Carl's not going to eat it. You know what? I'll leave it here another 20 minutes. If he doesn't eat it, can I have it? Okay. Good. We're good. I'm going to wait right here and watch this fucking tomato sit here in the dirt. Oh, wow. He didn't eat it. Okay. I guess I'm going to eat it then, right? Because that, that was the agreement we made. Oh, you're still mad? Okay. I feel like he'd be very unreasonable about it. But, yes. Rick goes back home after this, and I thought they are going to cut away, but he just walks right back in the house, and then he starts talking to Michonne about the future and how great it is. And it's all, like, happy music, and he's like, oh, I love being with Michonne. And he's like, I, th- I know a great way to plan for the future. And he stares at her, and she's like, yeah. He's like, yeah. And I was like, you want to blast the fucking mixed race up in her, don't you? That's right. I said it. Yeah. I wish he said it just like that because it'd be fucking horrible. <laughs> he's he's going to impregnate her is what he's getting at. And she is on board. And I'm like, I, hmm, good. I, I didn't think Michelle would be on board with that. I really wasn't sure what her reaction was going to be. I was glad it wasn't, I can't have a child in this world, which is what I expected. But no, she's like, yeah, great. I'm like, oh, cool. This is what it's like when you spend time with these characters, huh? And you actually care. This is what it's like, Walking Dead. If, if, you, if you were... 
in charge of it before in the last eight seasons or seven seasons, however long it's been bad, six, seven, whatever. This is what it's like to live with these characters in this world, huh? Where you get, you get caught off guard by what they say and the things they do and, and you're surprised by their reactions and how much they've matured. This is what it's like when you spend time with them. This is what you find out. It can be, it honestly can be a post-apocalyptic uh, soap opera. I'm fine with that. What's wrong with that? It's fun. It's interesting. It's, it's, it's unusual. I don't need another fucking action show about, oh, we have to fight off the, this new wave of bad guy. I'm like, oh, God, it's a fucking Marvel villain of the week bullshit. I don't, I don't want to watch that. It, it's not, it doesn't have to be that. So I was interested, and I wanted to watch their sex, but they cut away. But whatever. I expected that. It's AMC. They can show brains and guts all they want, but no, no, uh, no sex or swearing. No, no, sir. Jesus is watching after all. Maggie arrives. She's in the back of like a, a fucking horse and buggy and she arrives. I noticed her passenger, her, her guard or whatever the hell he was, was another Asian guy. I'm like, she has a thing. The girl really has a thing for a certain race, I'd say. Uh, I don't know. I don't know if she's dating that guy. Wasn't she with that one savior? The, the, the one that looks like he works at a record store? Wasn't she with him? I, I don't know what happened to him. I don't know his name. I can't remember his name. But he just looks like he would work at a record store and have some really good uh, leads on some some good bud, you know, one of those sort of guys. He looks like that, but I, I, I don't know. Maybe she's just with this guy. I think he's Cal, right? This guy's Cal from the comic, I assume as much. Anyway, uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, she arrives. She's starting. The, she's driving um, to get. She's dropping off fruit and vegetables, which she promised Michonne she would. And they're supposed to be getting a shipment of, like, gas or some shit like that. It doesn't matter. I don't, I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. The saviors show up, uh, all the guys, and like, where's Justin? We want to find Justin. He went missing. We can't find him. Urgh. And then one guy walks over and steals a tomato, which is a lot of tomato theft in this, in my world. But he steals it, and she's like, what's your name? He's like, Mud. And then the one savior that I like, the female, uh, she's like, his name's Judd or something like that. I can't find him in the credits, but he's, you know, he'll, he'll pay for that. Don't worry. Jed? Is his name Jed? Really? Jed, okay. The accents, Jed. I see him right here. Reese Quiro, Corio, C O I R O. Whatever. R H Y S C O I R O. Good luck with that. So he, she's like, uh, he'll he'll pay for it. Don't worry. And I, I like her. She's the only one that's reasonable in this group. She's like the peacekeeper. She tries to be. Her and the uh, record shop guy are the only ones that try to keep any sort of peace. And I really like her because I thought she was gonna be. I like her because she caught me off guard as well. I thought she was going to be a horrible bitch because she started off that way, and then she becomes like the voice of reason for the saviors, and she, she really helps them in, during that war. And there's only a few things I liked about the war, I guess. Um, so she's interesting, and, and then they, they leave, and then Maggie drives five more feet, and the saviors are somehow a mile away by now. And then Justin comes out of the woods as a zombie, and apparently they kill him off screen. I thought, she, I thought he was going to like walk back into town and kill somebody. Like, uh, no, he just gets killed off screen. Excuse me. I want to enjoy myself. <laughs> oh, I hate myself. So Rick's, uh, Rick, uh, Judith, and Michonne are like having a family day. They're like, what are they playing swords? And they're fucking like playing with water balloons. I don't think they were, but it's some shit like that. And they're reading, he's reading a book. It looks, sounds like he's reading the Bible to her. And then uh, some guy comes out of nowhere. And then Michonne's like, oh, here we go. And she runs up to him. And he tells her that uh, someone killed the Savior. Someone killed Justin. And he's like, it looks like he was killed. It wasn't just a zombie attack. He was actually killed and then became a zombie. Blah, 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 blah. So th thus begins the conspiracy and the hunt for his killer. 
And the Saviors think, because Rick shows up at the Saviors, they're all getting in a fight. Uh, they think there's either, they think either Jadis did it because she's a trash person, she's a trash queen and she can't be trusted, or Daryl killed Justin because of the fight they were having, the fights they were having in the last episode. And they start like going crazy, and then one of the bad guys, I don't know his name, uh, maybe that was fucking Jed. He's the one, maybe it's Jed again. He's, uh, I think it was actually. He's starting to go after D- uh, Daryl. I almost called him Dwight. Dwight's not in the show right now. He's off in some weird house somewhere. Um, chasing his wife for no reason. He he goes and uh, he starts to fight Dwight. And nope, 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 nope. Daryl. Good God. I shouldn't have said his name. I should have just walked right by it, just went around it, just let it play. And here I am, regretting my life decisions. He wants to fight uh, Daryl. He wants to fight Daryl. And they actually gave Daryl some dialogue in the last couple episodes, and he wasn't grunting. So that was nice. I feel like they're, I feel, I really do feel like they're listening to my show and listening to my gripes and going, maybe they're valid because Daryl actually has some dialogue in these episodes. And I'm like, holy shit, Daryl speaks. Daryl's actually talking. He's, he's, (laughs) he's not a fucking dog. (laughs) It's like, yay. They're giving Daryl something to do. Something to live up to the hype of his his massive character in the show for some fucking reason, and he's becoming a kind of a bad guy in this. And I still don't mind because it's an internal bad guy. It's not someone attacking them. It's interesting to see how characters change and get pitted against each other over different ideology. It's interesting to watch. This is what the show should be for a while. Just go ahead and settle on this. I don't know if they're gonna. I really don't know when they're gonna introduce the whisperers. I'm concerned. Episode 908 is called Evolution. I think that might be the evolution into the Whisperers, which I'm concerned about. But we'll get there when we get there. I'm going to go ahead and join in the meantime. So uh, Rick breaks up the fight regardless and puts them all back to work. I thought he was going to have a big speech, but he didn't. They, uh, Cindy and Maggie, I didn't know her name was Cindy until I looked it up. I always called her the tree lesbian because <laughs> she's a lesbian that lived in the trees. They, they're going to some fucking house. I don't know why they're going there. It used, it used to be where Cindy used to live, apparently. And it's all boarded up. There's a thousand zombies inside. And the second Cindy walks up to the door, of course the, the boards break loose. Like they were, like the zombies are just like resting their arms on it, going, oh, she's right there. Bah! <laughs> Fooled you. Like they had some sort of battle tactic or anything. Like this is their fucking plan. Like right when she sneaks up, she thinks we're trapped in here. Aha! I don't, I don't, it didn't make any sense. It always happens. But whatever. Convenience. Plot convenience. You have to accept it. Uh, Maggie kills the zombies that's about ready to kill Cindy. Apparently she had a cut in her hand. It opens back up. I don't know what's going on. I thought they were trying to hide a zombie attack or zombie bite. Maybe not. Doesn't matter. Doesn't come into play. Um, Daryl and Maggie. Daryl shows up as well. I don't know. What the fuck? I'm all over the place. Uh, All of our characters kind of meet up at this house and they start walking around. Daryl and Maggie are talking. Whether or not they believe Rick's vision of the future is correct, this, this new world order thing. They don't know if it's right. They, they're saying, because Maggie likes the way she killed Gregory. She thought that was right. She thought, let's kill the people who don't agree with us. And, and Rick's thing is kind of just like, no, let's work together, work through our differences. That is the path to a better future. And then even Daryl and Maggie kind of go, he's probably right, but I still don't want to do that. And so I'm like, interesting. Okay. <laughs> interesting to say both things. Because... That's how people are. That's really how people are going, I know you're right. Like if you tell someone to work out, they're like, I know I should, but I know I'm not going to for another six months. So 
Good point. Not going to take it to heart at all, in the least, whatsoever. Going to go ahead and sit here and eat Cheetos. And then wish I was working out instead of actually just doing it, which is easier, honestly. But that's how people are. They don't do the things they believe, and they don't believe the things they do. Or if they do do it, they're going to they're gonna, you know, justify their own actions by some sort of weird false belief. People are fucking complicated. You don't think they are, but if you really focus on them, people do things against their own self-interest all the goddamn time. Look at smokers. I was a smoker for a long time. That's what I'm doing my enjoy right now. I knew it was bad for me. Still did it. Didn't matter. Felt like shit, and I go, I need to stop. Then you wake up in the morning, you're like, <gasps> smoke, and you're a fucking zombie. Speaking of which, uh, let's get back to the show. Um, they they find some zombies in the woods. Maggie kills one of them. They and this is when uh, Daryl finds an arrow in the zombie because Rick previously already talked to Daryl about the zombies because they thought he killed Justin, and he's like, well, I noticed it wasn't a bullet hole or a knife. It was looking a lot like an arrow. Hmm. What do you think that could be from, Daryl? <laughs> I mean, I don't want to point any fingers, but I know one person pretty famous for having a crossbow. Um, oh, oh, hey, that's you, isn't it? Oh, my God, I didn't even think about that. Oh, what are the odds I'm having this conversation with you? Oh, I just got to, you know, throwing this question out there, not based on any previous uh, accusations or anything, just kind of throwing it out on a whim. Did you happen to kill any guy named Justin recently with said arrow? Hmm, No. Oh, weird. Okay, I just, I just thought I'd ask. No big deal. I'm asking everybody. I'm asking everybody. You just happen to be the guy with the crossbow. Weird, huh? Anyway, I'm going to go ask someone else if they killed Justin with, a, with an arrow that they don't have. Anyway, I'll see you later. And they had the whole conversation. Went exactly like that, word for word. Trust me, to go back and watch the episode. You'll hear it. So uh, we realize someone is, is killing zombies with an arrow or attacking people with an arrow. Um, and it must have been a, uh, a savior because they were killed with an arrow. So this time they didn't pull out the arrow, though. They left it in the fucking thing. Jadis uh, goes to the junkyard out of nowhere in the middle of the night. And she finds a walkie-talkie. She slips in a battery, which I was going to give them shit if they didn't do that. She slips in a new battery. And then she starts to talk into it. And, and she lets, lets her accent slip so fucking bad. She's like, I'm here. And I was like, oh, you're Scottish as shit. You're, you're so Scottish. It's amazing. And I was like, she lets her accent slip until Gabriel shows up. Which she's... He's like, who are you talking to? She's like, nobody, nothing, nobody. Who are you talking to? What? And then, but the person on the radio is like, do you have an A or an, or a B? And she's like, a B. And he's like, no. She's like, I already gave you what you wanted. And he's like, we gave you compensation. She's like, I want, I want to leave now. And he's like, goes, you have an A or a B? And she goes, an A. He goes, I'll be there. And I'm like, are they exchanging like a, an A being like someone really useful, like a doctor, or is A like a, like a hot girl? Is it a sex thing or is it a, a usefulness thing? Is it a someone strong or a fat guy that you're going to eat? I don't know what their A or B means, really. I assume because Gabriel's like, you're exchanging people. She goes, yeah. And then he's like, you, she can go with me. You can go with me. And, she, and he, Gabriel's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go with the radio folk. I don't trust them. <laughs> the fuck? I don't trust. I don't just go with people I, I hear on a radio. I don't tend not to do that sort of thing. It's kind of weird. Kind of weird that you had to go to the trash dump here where you used to live, be the queen of, to get on the radio with them and start talking about letters and if you have them, exchanging people. Tend not to trust those kind of people. Let's, let's go ahead and not do that. I uh, don't know. Uh, but then the Savior, uh, later on, Savior pulls a knife on Carol and for the guns. And they, because uh, Rick, Rick and Michonne, or Rick, uh, uh, Daryl, and ooh, what's her name? 
Maggie, I'll start talking about how the, maybe it was Michonne, I don't know, how they should give some guns to the, uh, the, the idea is that the pitch is from the, from the record store guy that they should give some of the Savior's guns that could be trusted. And they're all like, no, maybe down the line, but not right now. So the Savior guys go crazy, pull the knife on Carol. I think it was Jed again. And he was like, we want our guns and we're going to leave. We just want our guns and we're going to leave. Nothing can, nothing's going to matter. And Rick's like, don't you fucking do this. Don't you do it. You do this, there's no going back. That sort of thing. I don't remember how that scene ends, to be honest with you. I don't know if it does. Oh, they get in a fight and Carol frees herself. Did they kill him? Yeah, I don't remember. Weird. Weird, I don't remember. Because I watched it. Like, I didn't, I wasn't watching it like peripherally. I was actually watching it. Weird though, right? Anyway, so the we find out who killed Justin, and it's the woods woods lesbians, which is what's her name? I don't. I already forgot her name. I said I didn't know what it was until now, and now I don't even know what it is because I deleted the note. The woods lesbians, they're the ones killing uh, saviors that killed their people. They have some guy named A Rat on his A R A T. I think that was his name on his knees. Uh, uh, the girl, the girl named A Rat, which sucks because I like that actress. She was interesting. And then, like, we're going to kill her. We're going to kill her. And, and Maggie and Dwight are, nope, 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 nope. I made a mistake earlier. I wish I didn't do it. Oh, I wish I had a time machine. Uh, Daryl walk up to him, and they're like, what are you doing? You guys can't do this. You're the ones killing them. Oh, no, no, no. Ha, ha, ha. I suspected you. Ha, ha. And then they're like, yeah, but we found out, you know, we were going to let him go, but we saw when you hung Gregory that, you know, this is basically the catalyst for Cindy's revenge. That's her name, Cindy. I wrote it again. So, like, we found out when you kill Gregory that it can be done this way. We can do this way. We're going to kill it because they killed our people. They killed my brother, blah, 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 blah. This is where they killed him. That's why we're killing her there. And then instead of being like, oh, my God, I, I'm the one that caused her to be like this. I should learn the air of my ways. No, Cindy, don't do that. Instead of doing that, cliche bullshit. It was interesting because that's what I expected. Instead... Oh, not Michonne. <laughs> Good God. Maggie, so many characters. Maggie and Daryl, I said it right, just go, huh, good luck, and then walk away. And then you, you see him kill, kill the girl in the background. I was like, holy shit, okay, we're doing this. We're doing this. This is, what I was, this is what I was waiting for. Here we go. Let's see some fucking characters get pitted against each other. Let's see some factions form inside this little village. This is what I want. This is what we're looking for. This is exciting. Not getting attacked by nameless faces people that I'll care about and have to be forced to be watched, that I don't care about, should say, and be forced to watch for a season and a half to two seasons. This is the shit I want to watch. How are they, like, it's, this war was so fucked up, it's going to fuck up and fraction up their divisions, their, their compounds, whatever the hell, outposts, whatever the fuck they're called. It's going to, like, even though they're living together, it's going to fraction up and divide the people amongst themselves. So this is getting interesting for me. This is the shit I like. This is where it's intriguing for me. I don't, again, I think the zombies are the least important aspect of the zombie apocalypse. Living in the world that you have to live in and the weird dynamics that are caused because of that is the interesting shit. And here we are. It's happening. I'm so excited. Anyway, they just walk away, Michonne and Daryl. or Nope, not Michonne. I wrote Michonne, but it's clearly Maggie. And they start agreeing that it, uh, what they need to do is kill people who... You basically punish those who do not help them or were against them for a while, or basically, you know, I don't know if it's all the saviors or just the ones that are still being fucking assholes. 
because they don't want to get killed or <laughs> whatever. And they're like, we need to go see Negan. I'm like, oh, she still wants to kill Negan. I get why she wants to kill Negan. I really do. So I'm expecting like a big speech from uh, Rick sometime soon. I, I, I hope when Rick dies, it's something memorable. And I hope it's a way to turn Negan. Like Negan becomes, oh my God, Rick was right. That sort of thing. And he's like, leads the way and proves himself to be a, a, of use and not a sadistic fuck. I hope that's what they do with it. Again, service your villain, service your good guy, whatever you got to do. Same thing I had with, the problem I had with Glenn when they pretended to kill him. I was like, no, you need to service something. And they did. They brought him back. And they had Negan crush his fucking skull in with a baseball bat and pop out one of his eyes. And that's what it should have been. Because it makes sense because you're servicing a villain in that point. And I hope they do it with ne- with uh, Rick's death. I, I, I assume they will. He's not just going to slip in the shower and, and fucking crack his spine and like just drown in, in the, <laughs> under, the, <laughs> under the faucet. I assume they're not going to do something like that. Even though if they did, I'd go, oh, ballsy. Kudos show. Yes. Ballsy. Nice, nice power move. You're confident at that point. But anyway, that's the end of the episode. I am looking forward to the future episodes, which is weird to say for The Walking Dead. Um, it's nice not being so goddamn angry all the time. My blood pressure, not only is my blood pressure better from this, I'm also medicated for my blood pressure for the first time. So maybe that's also why I'm calmer. Maybe that's part of it. So it's kind of a a two-pronged attack here on my blood pressure. So thank you, show, for being quality. Enough to not kill my blood pressure. And thank you, medication, for the blood pressure help as well. Um, Getting old is fun. I have to worry about my blood pressure. That's fucking weird. I never thought that would happen. I thought I'd be long dead by now. <laughs> I mean, I am the walking dead. Until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. Go to LAWstudios.com. I'm going to do my plugs now out of order. Loitingwonderland at gmail.com. YouTube.com slash Loitingwonderland. And Patreon.com slash Studios. Thank you to the Indie Sports Car Podcast. So long, citizens. <laughs>